0: Hi, folks welcome to time to talk with Gary Mulvaney just had a cracking chat to Gary Mulvaney Gary Mulvaney dog trainer in fact um, about dogs and how he got into dogs and why dog training he's had such a rich uh, rich life it's been wonderful to talk to him so I hope you enjoy the next hour with Gary and thanks for listening take care stay safe bye-bye Hi Gary, welcome to Time to Talk. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast actually. Um, you, you just I find, I find you so interesting over the years, I've known you for years, I find you so interesting over the years, but you make me laugh. So um, we're now going to have a really serious talk after saying that onward. <laughs> we'll try. We'll try. So um, Gary Mulvaney, dog trainer, is business and I've known you as a dog trainer for quite a few years but That wasn't always the case, was it? So would you like to give me a little bit of um, history of you? Because I find that you've got a really, really fascinating um, backstory. And I just sit there when we've talked in the past, like, oh, my God, you did that. Oh, did you do this? And you shared a photo on Facebook not so long ago um, when you were standing outside of that little, is it called a sentry box?
1: the Tower of London, yeah.
0: At the Tower of London. So, um, how long ago was that? That
1: was 80s. Put a bit of beef on since then. Um, that was, the, the photo we're talking about is the Tower of London, uh-huh. um, which is one of my favourite guards. Right, I was in the Irish Guards, 1st Battalion Irish Guards, from um, about 81 to about 87, um, which is military and ceremonial as well.
0: So. Okay, and I get confused between, um, now I always call that big furry thing that's, that sits on top of your head. I keep calling that a beef eater, but that's not a beef eater, is it? The no. beef as they're, they're, they're the flat ones that do the tour in the Tower of London, aren't they? That, that's right. The beef
1: eaters are, are, are extremely long serving regiment or, or ex regimental. Soldiers that have served in the, the uh, services would be either all three these days, um, and they uh, mainly around the Tower of London. Um, the the big hat uh, that you're talking about is called a Burskin. commonly known in the eighties as
0: a busby. busby. the busby. Um, Yeah, it's actually a Burskin. So, okay, was it, are they really heavy? They look like they wear a ton. They, they are well. They can be heavy because it it, it 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 is what it is. It's a
1: lot of fur on top of a leather um, banded Is it a real bear skin? It's what is it a real bearskin? No, not these days. I think the officers still use or used to use real bearskins, but ours were synthetic um, oh. at some point. But it's it's basically a leather band with cane inside um, and with the with the chin strap. Um, our regiment had a plume, which was um, the colour of the regiment,
0: which uh-huh. was blue. So, wow, because I, I saw the photo and it just looked amazing. So, um, why why the Irish gods? Why not something else? Because I was in the army cadets, and that can you remember? We had lots of different, like different. I was in D Company in uh, in the northeast when I was a kid, and um, we had lots of different. Uh, companies and they all did different things. They all specialised in different things. So why did you join? Why the Irish Guards? Why not a tank driver or something? Well, from from
1: that size, I wanted to be in the army anyway. So uh, I was army fanatic from from I can remember. And um, the uh, the intake for Irish Guards obviously are Ireland, um, and a lot of Liverpool. Uh, filtered into that because of the Irish connection uh, um, they I went down with um me dad to Stillington Street in Liverpool, mm-hmm. and they just happened to be a chap there who was an Irish guardsman um, right um, and he was uh, he was the recruiting sergeant at that time um, and it just so happened that um with a name like Mulvaney um uh, it, it's obviously Irish so and he was there and I just happened to go yeah Irish guard suits and sounds okay so um I didn't know too much about it was either that or Irish regiment or um, marines or something like that you know the fancy ones but um, I ended up going for that anyway so and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it to be honest I really
0: did. We, I've got <laughs> my family's very much a services family army um, and navy and um, when I was when I was little, I was the only girl in the boys army cadets in the whole of the UK. And uh, it was great fun. And I, but I wanted to either be infantry because I was a crack shot, wanted to be infantry or I wanted to be a tank driver. And, and at the time, they didn't allow women to do either of those things. And so oh, I went no. not joining yeah. the army then. <laughs> I think, I think we moved on a bit since then, haven't we? <laughs> Well, when I, when,
1: I f- when i first wanted to join i didn't know what i wanted to join i just wanted to be in the army uh-huh. um so i let i joined what what was then caught was is two um sections called the junior army and the junior leaders and they took um lads from 12 um from 16 and you did 12 months training before you become a a, a proper soldier if you like Uh um so it was like straight from school into the army for me and did did you do like any school
0: work at that time no no
1: no no you 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 went down to a place called uh in guildford oh yeah no um, Purbright. and we were just lobbed in there at that time there was um it that was a guards depot i think it's changed now since to an infantry um depot but it was a purely Guards, so you'd have um, the household regiments, in which is what we used to call them, the guards regiments. You'd have them um, all bringing in the new cannon fodder, if you like, um, from the junior side, mm-hmm. um, and then we did twelve months there. And then uh, the Irish Guards happened to be in Germany in a place called Munster when mm-hmm. um, I'd left the um, the depot, and um, um, we got shipped over to. And Susie joined the regiment. Wow.
0: Because I know my brother joined. In, back, back in the day, my brother's older than me, and he joined, um, he, he joined the Navy and he did sea school. I think he joined was at 14 or 15. I was a baby at the time. And <coughs> the, they started them with sea school and they used to do a lot of the, the schooling education on the ship as well while uh, right, the war. Okay. And so I didn't know if they did that with the army as well. Well, we didn't. It was just getting there and soldier,
1: soldier, soldier. Really, it was a lot of running about and a lot of um, polish and spit and um, a lot more running about. I thoroughly enjoyed that bit. It was um, it was very comfortable for me. I didn't mind doing all that.
0: Did you have an interesting dogs back then, or did you have a family dog? No, no. The interesting dogs only started when I got my problem dog. Um,
1: after the prison service, or just after the, the or, or as I was leaving the prison service. So.
0: Okay, how long? How long were you in the prison service for? Well, I left the army.
1: I did then three years in in Civvy Street, uh-huh. um, just working in a normal factory. I was actually making barbed wire instead of company. Um and then um, a mate of mine said, um, "You." It was actually at one of my child's christenings. Um, a mate of mine said, I think you need to look at this job because they're taking ex-squaddies in. Um, there's a discipline aspect and it, it'll probably be right up your street. And that was just before 91. Um, again, they had to do background checks, et cetera, et cetera. And um, uh, I got in January, I think, 91. Um, in the prison service, and I spent 22 years there. My first was down at Aylesbury, um, a long-term young offenders, um, and then after, I think it was about two and a half years, I moved up to um, Preston
0: um,
1: okay. and did it 14 and a half years there. So,
0: And you're, I mean, you're based around that area,
1: aren't you? I'm actually in Wigan. Uh, well, actually, I'm, I'm in between Junction 26, 27 on the M6. It's it's Shevington, so it's just... Um, each of Wigan, really, so um, it's just five minutes away, ten minutes away. So.
0: Great location for people to turn up with their dogs.
1: Yeah, it's quite handy actually, I've <laughs> got to say, it's it, it's quite handy. So,
0: what was it's your useful. first dog then? What was Freed and in terms of? Well, the, the, well I, I, I'd had bulldogs for a while. Really?
1: Um, yeah, I, I'd had. Um, pr- proper bulldogs for a while because um, Ali um, has a relative who is um, into the breeding etc etc we've, we've had them for a number of years but me first I, I mean they're uh, they're archetypical lazy man's dog aren't they 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 are what they are um, when the breed specifics of them was, was fairly iffy um, we, we'd had them for a long time um, it must have been about 15 years actually Uh Um, my first real dog I call him a real dog um, was Bill who was a a Hungarian widehead visla and I got him just before I left the prison service when I say I got him my son got him really he was doing um, uh, he was working at Myerscough College doing um, some uh, land management course and he wanted a dog Um, and he chose a visla um, and that was Bill, uh, bless his cotton socks. And he was the, he, he's probably the cause of me going into, um, dog training. He was very, very affectionate with people. Um, he got attacked a couple of times. and um, he then become a, a, a real handful, a, a quite a problem dog with other dogs, with humans. He was absolutely adorable, but, but with, with, um, dogs. He was a major problem. Um,
0: how how uh, old was he when he started carry? Yeah. How long? How say that again? Sir. How old was Bill when he started getting a bit on his toes with the dogs? Oh, he's fairly young. Um, he was, oh, I think, it was about. Um, I'm
1: thinking probably about fourteen months, maybe younger. Okay. Um We were doing fairly don't forget we we we've done the research we we'd done all the study, et cetera et cetera, etc, cetera, but the Vizzlers are a fantastic breed, but they are a handful
0: uh-huh. then
1: mm-hmm. um, uh, the genetic pool was a bit strained then, um and he had associated problems physical as well as um, uh, the aggression with other dogs um and he was, yeah, I think it was about forty months, or maybe three months either side of that, um, because he got attacked once when I was with him, and then he got attacked once when I wasn't with him. Uh. Um, and he 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 really struggled then, um, and I was having trouble finding help, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so I decided to do it myself. That's the short version. I decided to do it myself. So I did a, 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 and started doing a number of studies because I knew his behavior wasn't aggression. Didn't know it then. I knew the aggressive tendencies he was showing wasn't his fault. That's the better way to, to yeah. say it. And um, I knew he, he thought he had a problem. Um, we used to call him the special one, anyway. So, uh, and he was he he, he was um, emotionally very um, vulnerable, I think, um, yeah, because yeah. of it. Um, yeah, he was the one that got me. Uh, he he died early, bless his cotton socks. He died of an undiagnosed condition, but um, he died at five. So i am just got in okay before he, he he passed away, bless him. Mm. I think he'll always be the one that's. Under here, rather than um,
0: he, he was a special dog. I've got to say. I, I, I know what you mean, and and the, at that age, they can really lose their confidence, don't they? And you, you know, I mean, Dante, my Labrador, is quite a strong. I mean, he's a very strong dog. And when we move to Scotland, there's a guy with a greyhound, and he, um, this dog, as as you approach him, he kind of comes he trots along beside his owner and then at the last minute he swerves out and runs at the dog barking and then swerves past the dog. And, and he did that a couple of times to Dante and Dante started really getting on his toes. And, and I can't have that. He's a big black Labrador. Like Ziggy, very emotional, hackles up and down like a bloomin' yo-yo, you know, as soon as he gets excited, boom, up go the hackles. And, um, and he was starting to get on his toes. And, and this dog really rocked his confidence in relation to the dogs, you know. It's so yeah, easy to he, happen, he, isn't it?
1: Yeah, he was, he was, he was struggling. He was struggling a lot, and we, we, as basic dog owners, although you, like I said, you do the study, you do that, but, but you, you just don't cope with that. Um, and it it was, it was heartbreaking, really. He was because he, he could get under your skin as well. I mean, he was a beautiful natured dog so um, and it, he was very uncomfortable very uncomfortable and to watch it was heartbreaking really it was it was very uncomfortable mm. um, but it looked like aggression
0: you know it's, normally, people, it's, it's yeah, normally it's lacking confidence it's like oh my god so I don't know what's going to
1: happen yeah I, I, I used to distract, or I still describe it when I'm dealing with clients I still describe it as as the kill or be killed mode um, he was that bad, so uh, um, and we needed to do something about it. Yeah. Um, and we we were looking at studies, we were looking at um, anything on the internet. And I, I quickly realised there's there's not a there's not a fix all. You yeah. you've got to take really bits of information. So I then thought I need to do something myself. I I, I can't. I mean, it it was a problem for him, but it changed my. Life. He's changed my life, really. He, he he made it. He made it better. I've got to say, even before that incident, and even after it, he was my. Because um, I was working in the prison service then, mm-hmm. because you deal with the dog in front of you. The great stress relieves. The great. I, I, I mean, it, it's not a pleasant job, but when you're dealing with him, you you have to deal with him. You can't. You can't think about anything else so it was great to get 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 into him and and, and try and get him sorted so and i was doing a lot of stuff I, I ended up doing a lot of study for him it was about five years worth of yeah of that, that <laughs> yeah doing courses all over the place i don't believe in sticking you know hats on one peg I, i'm quite happy to try um different all over the place and it, it, i mean there's Our friend, Ross McCarthy said to me once, "Um, you grab the bits of information that you need Mm -hmm. and dump the other bits of information that you don't need. Um, And I thought that was a great... I I, I met Ross very early in the training. Uh, I don't know him that well, but I met him uh, very... And he impressed me the way that comment was just what I needed at the time because um, you're worried about where you're going and there's very much positively, negatively, always, and uh, there's, there's a lot of malarkey going on with that. And, and to get that, yeah. I was actually on a course of this in fact, I'm almost convinced you were there. I was. <laughs> I I courses, not... And he would just went,
0: because I actually had a book. I know, I remember the book. I can you were sitting I you were, had book. professional and professional instructor skills. You were <laughs> sitting, I was I was on the left hand side of the room, Ross is on the right hand side of the room. You were sitting on the desk immediately in front of me <laughs> on that chair. That's right. When the Ross, yeah. Ross came in and he looked at the book and he just raised his eyebrows at me and and you know, glanced at the book and I went. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, <that's>, and <laughs> and that, that was so deliberate, you're...
1: by the way. That was deliberate. I just put the book on the top because I'd, I'd only just bought it. I'd actually been reading it thinking, mm, yeah, we need to look at this a bit more because this doesn't make sense. Um, and, and when he popped over and went, hello, and then we had that discussion, that was fun fant- For me, That he couldn't have said anything better. It was like, Yes, that, that that and I often use that comment for other people. Take the information you need, even the information I give you. If you don't use it, bin it. If you do, grab it. Yeah, uh,
0: and that's fantastic. I'll I'll never forget that. I don't think it was it was quite And and the more the more you learn, and the more courses you go on, the less you learn. If that makes sense, so it, it comes to the point where you go on a course when oh, you're really no. early on in your career. And you do a two-day course. You're like, you're like, oh my god! And you're just absorbing everything, and you're making loads and loads of notes. And then after a few years, you're lucky if you get like five new things. And then after ten years, you're lucky yeah. if you come away with one thing. And then you're attending a course, and you're going, well, I wouldn't do that, and I wouldn't do that, and I wouldn't do that. And
1: yeah. and
0: it's really, you know, as you're finding your true north. I always call it your true north. Yeah. You know, I was lucky I found my true north really early on. um you, you, the more courses you do, the less you come away with.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, def- yeah, definitely.
0: definitely. And so the more courses you do, you have to be more selective about what courses you're going to pay for. Um, yeah. So well, yeah. it costs
1: in the end. I mean, I was lucky enough to use some of my redundancy money um, to, 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 to do all them courses. And I actually, I think I went to Crofts um, twice and checked the various stands and, and, and got the information from there. And I did um, very much, three years, definitely under under the learning, learning, learning umbrella. Um, and then it started slacking off. And now, probably, I'd be very selective um, at where I go now anyway. So um, purely and simply because I'm in the position I'm in, and I'm comfortable in the position I'm in. Mm. Um, you're never truly comfortable with, with with you're always worrying whether you're doing the right thing, et cetera, et cetera. I am. Um b- but I'm I'm I think I've 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 done enough. The people I've learnt from, I've taken really great bits of information from. Mm-hmm. I- I've got to say I'm in a I'm I I'm am i am privileged to, to to do what I do and I'm I'm Genuinely can't believe people are paying me for this thing. But it, <laughs> it's I great seem it to works. be good at it, so I, I, I can't. I enjoy it, and, and that's the. That, if, if I'd have done this ten years ago, I'd probably live ten years more now. But um, <laughs> if I'd have done it ten years ago, I'd have been happy as a pig in uh, more at the moment. So I, I've, every day's a blessing for me. So I can't. That I was looking so to cool. get to get out of the job that I. I grew to, you know, be uncomfortable with, um, because it was affecting me. Not because of the job, the people in it were great, but um, because it was affecting me. And I was lucky enough to grab the redundancy
0: stuff and 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 use that to help me. So change of direction it's amazing. Um, well, I mean, I I feel really blessed doing the job that I do. I'm I have to say though, after ten years on the training field, I'm very grateful. I'm not standing in the middle of a field in the middle of winter in Scotland. You know, it's like it was bad enough doing it in Marlborough. To, especially I'm, this weekend.
1: But... By the way, this weekend just gone. <laughs> I suppose we had all sorts of weather this weekend. It was the first time that <laughs> we had all sorts of weather this weekend. So it was. It was. We had heat. We had thunderstorms. We had. Everyone loved it because we'd been we'd been isolated for a while. So uh, yeah, we've. I must admit, but I, again, being out there for now is 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 great. It's uh, I'm being like a Cheshire cat every time, yeah. so I can't I, I can't complain. No, three yeah,
0: three I'm, weeks, three three weeks a year with the instructors on the field is enough for me. That's great. Yeah, well, great. Actually, yeah, I can imagine, yeah, imagine. especially more. i bet it's flat flats as well, so the wind and the rain, yeah. yeah. No, it's good. So, um, after you had, so you didn't really have a choice on what breed you went for. At the minute, I seem to be surrounded by Vishla people. Hannah keeps trying to get me to get a Vishla. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, I
1: don't. I think. often say to people, do you know what you've got? And you, they look at me going, yeah, of course I know what I've got. I've done the studies where, no, do you really know what you've got? Uh, I, I love the breed. Would I get one of this age now? Probably not, no. Uh, hard work. Um, but he was, he, yeah, I didn't have the choice uh, for him. In fact, not none of the three dogs I've got I had the choice with. They're, they're, oh, really? They're, 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 they're mine. So um, Bill was the first one. Uh-huh. And then I think it was three or four months later, Maureen appeared, uh, who's another... Um, Hungarian wide but she's a fluffy virgin. Uh-huh. And then um, I've had, uh, or Alison's had Joan um, for, uh, she's five now, um, so she come along later on, um, what, five years ago, and she's a Cocker Spaniel so uh, we went completely the, the opposite um, sure. I didn't realise Joan
0: was Ali's dog.
1: John, yeah, Joan was Allie's dog. Initially she might have signed her over to me now, but um initially, yeah, Joan was Ali's dog. But, um Bill was Ethan's, uh Joan, I think Maureen I think was Ali's originally. Um mm-hmm. and then Joan I think was Allie's originally. Um and I just
0: got the Backlash, really. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the names of your dogs. I mean, Maureen and Joan. What names? Yeah, Bill Maureen and Joan. I think that's Ali's
1: um, stitch up for me. What? Well, how, how bad can I sound when I'm calling me dog, really? <laughs> um, and, and and that in itself, because I've only got the two of them. It, it's Mo and Joe. So I, I've stitched myself up there because. When I'm calling one, the other one thinks there's the syllables are very close together, Mojo, and the other one thinks I'm calling them. So I have to mouth it very carefully instead of using the full name. So I normally point
0: and go you. Um rather yeah. than um, You'll say the only kinds do what I tell you, don't do what I've done. Yeah. <laughs> Generally, <laughs> yeah. I was doing that today on the field actually. Maureen. Oh, Craigie, Yeah. Um do you notice the difference between the dog and the bitch of the wire-haired last? Well, well, he, it, yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Um, the, I, I, I prefer bitches um, in one way, and prefer males in the other. Mm-hmm. For me, the ones I've met and the ones I've dealt with, the males a lot more affectionate, uh-huh. a lot more needy, uh-huh. may potentially. Um, uh, and a lot more um, thick in their approach to life, because it, it's just a game. Whereas females can be a bit standoffish um, mm-hmm. and can be a bit aloof, but are more savvy, more intelligent. Um, the two girls I've got now are, are exactly like that. They can, you know, step back if they want, and they can be a bit more smarter than the males. Whereas um, males, if you show them affection, they go goofy. Um, but yeah, that was yeah. Bill yeah, to a T. Um, Bill got under our skin fairly rapidly, so does the girls, but nothing, nowhere near a, a, as 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 bad as him. Um, because of his affection, really, he was very, very people orientated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very people orientated. Quite sad I lost him too early, but, uh, <laughs> but course, yeah, and. Yeah. The, Different breeds are, 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 um, are quite interesting. Would it, would it do it all again? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> what breed would you go for? Um, what I've always said that, now this is rather strange, for a retirement dog, if I ever got one, it would be a Border Terrier. Really? That's strange, isn't it? Completely out of the, the, the range. But... Uh, would I really get one? No. Oh, would I probably get another cocker? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Because I, I I never wanted a, a third dog. Um, but I just happened to be in the passenger seat when we went over to pick her up. So I I had her on my lap, and within I don't know two hours, I was hooked, line and sinker, I think. Uh, my son has just got a Labrador Duke, Duke of boom Ooh, nice. um, and, and he's uh, around six months um, ish now um and I absolutely adore him as well I think really it's just because different switches switch them on and um and, and he's a male and a Labrador which are quite I like anyway um yeah, i don't know. Would I get another one again? Probably not. Um, not at this age. But the the, the, the we're three black. Be- it's what?
0: We're the same age, aren't we?
1: I'm, I'm fifty-four. Yeah, with the same age. Yeah. Uh, don't don't look at me like oh oh uh, you wouldn't get one at this age, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. I'm getting a puppy. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, my, really what, got one. What, what what flavor? Black Labrador. Oh, nice. I, I've got to say, my son's lab, Duke. I, I, I quite. I'm thinking, yeah, I, I quite like them.
0: Um, yeah. But I'm
1: trying. I, I'm going to use him as my third dog rather than. Good plan. Get 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 another one that way. I don't have to keep him for life. I can just kick him back to him when I'm fed up. <laughs> <laughs> but he's doing well. He's doing well. He's he's joined the group or groups that have got running at the moment. And he's, is, is he, he he he's really, he's is he in your classes and you're good dog. Classes? Yeah, uh, which surprised me. He, he, I said, do, do, do you want to do it? Yeah, definitely. I, I really love it's to fantastic. do it. And it, he's, uh, my son's fairly laid back anyway. So, and, and the dog's proven to be a really good. Um yeah, a really good dog so far. It's all play, obviously, at that age. Um, but he's doing he's doing really well, yeah. And
0: he's he's getting into it. He's he's liking it, I think. I think. You'll have to ask him. <laughs> That's good. I will I'll get to Can you give me some feedback on your dad's back yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to take a step back and not take over for obvious reasons. And I'm trying to let him make the decisions that he needs to make. Within reason, um, so um I'm, I'm, I, it's quite difficult for me. But uh, yeah, he's, he's doing well. He's doing well. I've got to say.
0: Yeah, I couldn't teach my son. I've got to say I couldn't. I couldn't teach him. Well, well I thought the same. To be fair, um, and him and his uh,
1: girlfriend have come to the class, uh-huh. and the very, um, I mean, they're very quiet and laid back. Anyway, um, completely the opposite to me. But the 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 very um they're doing well i I didn't think he'd he'd listen and he's listening bless his cotton socks he's doing what he should be doing but um well he appears to be and that's all i need to but he'll he'll say
0: the rewards it's one thing like listening to your dad and and say if your dad says do this and you do it but when somebody says do this with your dog and you see the results of it you kind of hang on to every word then, don't you? Because it's like, oh my God, he said this and this is happening with my dog. My dog's amazing and that can take him places, that can yeah. get and, and Well I was
1: I am conscious of that because dad first, trainer 2nd uh-huh. Um, which is why I try and not to 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 you know, go do that, do this, don't do that, do that. And and, and when he stops he he's got a good um physical signal me son he'll just stop and, and 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 look so therefore i know he wants some feedback rather than me jumping in going do this do this he will he will start and pause which is which is a great indicator for me so and he's he, in that particular group there's about three labradors uh-huh. which is unusual for around here uh, i'm getting phone calls the next week or so so there's there's an influx of Labradors come in so um and they they're sort of gelling with each other as well which is nice um I, I always say probably controversially Spaniels do then think whereas uh, Labradors think then do Um yeah. so they have that sort of slight pause first before they they will do anything whereas spaniels you're trying to put the brakes on first before you do anything whereas they're liable to 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 slow it down a bit Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm quite enjoying to seeing the improvement really uh, yeah again it's the job isn't it oh it it just
0: just makes me smile it just makes me smile when you see people putting the effort in to train the dog and you see the and you see you you see them come on the first day and the dog and them have got abs- the poles apart. There's absolutely no rapport whatsoever between them and their dog. And at the end of the six weeks, you know, they're looking down at the dog and the dog's looking up with them and they're going, I'm with him. And the guy's looking down, oh, he's a lovely dog. And the rapport. and then you start doing the gun dog stuff. And the bond is just awesome. I mean, I love yeah. it. I do miss, I do miss it. Uh, Honestly, when it's nice and sunny, I miss it. I was just about to say
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the <laughs> yeah, I'm a
0: farewell trip. I'm sorry. Yeah, i get like, that. Oh, it's raining <laughs> Nah, I'll come <laughs> <talk> tomorrow.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely get that.
0: <laughs> so you don't you said you don't get many Labradors in your area. What what breed is prevalent in the Wigan area?
1: Oh, Springers.
0: Oh, was it are you is it a Spaniel country? Well,
1: Springers and then it's cocker poodle doodle stoodle doodle. Oh, so there's a lot of them coming through as well. Um they're they're the the Springers, a few cockers, yeah, it's, it's Spaniel country really. Um at the moment, predominantly Springers, the old cocker, um now Labradors are coming in. Um retrievers I've got what gold is two, yeah two or three three now uh-huh. um uh, uh coming in and there's a flat coat retriever okay um, uh, which was the first one
0: uh for a while so um yeah it's predominantly uh, spaniels really and other. Because the the thing that I always find interesting about um springers and cockers to a degree, but mainly the springers, is the stamp that comes through. Because we went through, uh, one stage of having the very solid, very robust liver and white springers. They were really, really common and, and very favoured. You know, I mean, I love the yeah. liver and white spaniels; mm-hmm. They're just absolutely stunning dogs. And then there was that run of quite slim narrow chested black and white springers with a bit of speckling on them and now there seems to be lots of really narrow liver and white as well what what's the breeding like in the Wigan area and then yeah. if people are listening they go oh, i like the sound of those dogs they're going to be looking at Wigan for them so yeah what, the,
1: what the are narrow they? narrow fairly slim fairly um they've got they've got um Which makes them completely, you know, for someone who, who who doesn't know what they're doing, makes it completely difficult to handle. Because, yeah. like I said before, I, I I'm firmly believer thinking they they, they do before they think, so yeah. uh, it, yeah. you you having to pull the uh, brakes on a lot. Um. So the, the is it? Yeah, it's probably liver and white, but the slim built. Yeah, they don't seem to be. You know pack and the punch solid, solid hunting. yeah uh, i tell you that the there's a couple of columbus oh, yeah, Spaniels, yeah. um and they're a bit more solid the heads are a bit b- fairly big and, and clumber like but the the body seems to be a bit slimmed down so yeah, the they're, they're normally slow built, they're normally wired, by the way, they're, they're, they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes them a while to get that, you know, that mentality to work in ethic and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it's normally, that's the, that's the springers anyway. Mm-hmm.
0: So when, um, I'm just going to backtrack a bit, so from we've been talking gun dogs but that's not when you you first started with dogs did you you do the kennel club good citizen is that right do you teach that still
1: yeah yeah yes i do a small i only do two classes of of that and that's basic training really um that's in indoors um and that could be any breed Mm -hmm. any breed that wants to do it um will will basically do it um I only do two classes because that's the minimum I can do. Um, and I do a, a, a puppy class and then the puppies then filter into the, um, the, the senior class, if you like. Um, and it's an ongoing, now it's an ongoing, it's a rolling effect. What I used to do was get puppies, move them on to silver and then bronze and then get another set. And then, but now... Um, when I'm contacted, I often say there's, there's no intake every, it's not a quick intake, because yeah. I, I now take them from puppy, bronze, silver and gold, and then disperse them. Um, so we've got a, a, a continuation of the class, and B, um, everyone knows what they're doing um, and, and they're all heading in the same direction. And then when you get that natural fade off, um, the class then thins out, and then you can add some more from the bottom class into the top mm-hmm. class. So it seems to be seems I've only done that the last um, I don't know the last three times, and it seems to be working better. Really, mm-hmm. um, it, it it saves it saves me doing a lot more work. I'm very bad at the administration. <laughs>
0: and I try try and keep that to a minimum to be fair which is good I mean the the kennel club do ask for a lot of admin I know because I used to teach good citizen and um I used to do it like you I used to I I used to um start with puppies and then I would they would just stay with me in the same class right the way through the gold and I wouldn't bring people in the class because it it you know if you get to the point where you're doing silver and then you're bringing dogs in they might, might not be to the same standard as your class and then you're having them backtrack yeah. and yeah, you yeah. know because we always teach ahead of ourselves don't we? we never yeah we, we always teach ahead of ourselves and so then you bring people in and they're not quite at the same standard and then it's really just concerning for everybody and it it kind of it doesn't fracture the group but it makes it a little bit disjointed initially and then they have to settle yeah. down again and
1: yeah. Well, I've 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 done a because I only do two classes. I've done a group where it's actually been all three in the same class, and it's oh wow. okay. It it it's not yeah it's not the way to do it really. Um, so I prefer to just take the chunk and get, but because you naturally get that if you start. Um, I I only do it on a small scale as well, deliberately because the although although the hall is, is is a decent size, um, if you put eight or ten in that hall they're all cramming into they're all bumping into each other mm-hmm. and, and uh, I normally try and keep it to about six so there's a decent set of space in between everyone obviously pre-covid-19 mm-hmm. so um, and that was that that to me was easy when I can do it myself I didn't need to bring help in uh, yeah, yeah. because I can keep an eye on, on, on what's going on um, again I, it, it, it's dog training and I really enjoy it. I, I've got to say I'm leaning towards the outside work rather than the indoor work these days because I am I, I can be a bit more cheeky, I can be a bit more adventurous, I think. Um, and, I, yeah. I, yeah.
0: <laughs> Less dog or not the better, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So your your outdoor stuff is all gun dog training, all pet gun dog training, because you are one of the first accredited pet gun dog instructors in the country. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. It's all the the outside work I do now, um, mostly once ones ones.
1: Uh, well, the 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 behaviour stuff is is generally not. I think we've had this conversation before. Is generally not behaviour. When I get the phone call, ninety nine percent of them. Go, I've got a dog with a behavioural problem, he's aggressive, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And when you drill down to it, it's 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 training. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. Um uh, so most of my um day-to-day work is 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 reintroducing that bond, mm-hmm. that communication ethics. So therefore it's not behavior work really. Um it's very rare I do um, I I find a dog that that is a proper behavior problem and um, it's generally the communication and um, that's my day-to-day work and then I s- separate every every fortnight I have my groups I do a a, a pre number of weeks um on courses and again it's a rolling program so those that, that are with me I think I've had I've had a group that's been with me since 2013. Bless the cotton socks. They're, they're obviously gluttons for punishment, but they 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 come back. They're they the advanced class, and that's only a small group. Um, and that's more of a pleasure yeah. than an instruction because they know what they're doing now. And and then we're we're, we're moving on, sort of together uh, again. It's it's less instruction, more work, if you like. Yeah. On, there is instruction in it um, because we've got certain things to do but yeah most of uh, that's once the fortnight um, I think I've, I've currently released dates up until December the 13th I think so it's, it, it, it's as far in advance as I can make it and people will do it um, uh, and that's every fortnight and I try and keep the non-working fortnight I, I don't do any dog work now Brilliant. on weekend because it's time for grandkids and and, and family really so um because I'm, really good. I'm I'm constantly maybe answering calls and stuff and I am interrupting um family time so um I try not to do that when I when I can once the phone's down it's down
0: that okay oh, exactly. that's awesome because I mean I'm I am a bit of a workaholic I am always always writing always doing stuff and it's really good to hear that you've got that balance in your life because it's so easy when you're self-employed and you know what it's like you know when you're self-employed you have to do your books you have to do your phone calls you have to do your reports you have to do and you have to but you also have to work and go out and see clients and you don't have somebody doing all the admin you don't have anybody picking things up if you're not well you have to do it all and it really does encroach mean, I've started Writing in my diary now that I only work like work work nine or three, and yeah. then if there's anything else that needs to be done, then I'll do the admin after that. And it's really difficult getting that balance when you're self-employed because you think, oh, I'll just do this, oh, I'll just, I'll just make a phone call before you know it's nine o'clock at night, and yeah. your your family suffers. Well, it, 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 the I'm, well, I'm lucky enough. My
1: kids are my, my kids in early thirty, both of them in early thirty. Grandkids come over every so often. In normal times, obviously, um, every so often, anyway. So, on that quality time, I do answer calls, and and at some point, my my emails. Generally, I try and do first thing in the morning. I'm up at half past five, six o'clock every morning, anyway. But then I go to bed at nine o'clock. Um, if it, if it, if I'm later than that, me me my eyes drop out. So. Um, uh, and and that seems to be the routine. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get it more sectioned. Obviously, the current situation has has has, has debunked that anyway. But um, yeah, I try and get me. I try and do all me. Which probably doesn't please people, by the way, because they've got pinging phones at <laughs> up at five in the morning because I'm I'm trying to do all me emails and answer them from there. But. I'm I'm fairly bad at the admin. I've got to say, I, I, I try my best, but I'm, i and I also try and answer everyone, but um, the occasional one
0: does slip through the net. I've got to say so. And I mean, in England now, because we're, we're pretty much still well, well locked down. In Scotland, we've only until uh, yeah. today we've only been on a five-mile limit. You can't travel beyond five miles in Scotland. You can now. as of today but they're still recommending the 10 mile limit but in england things are this weekend are going to get a bit hairy when the pub is open i reckon Um, Yeah. so it's now i'm just just as a heads up this is going to go out round about the end of july the beginning of august so we'll know if there's a second wave by then when people are listening to this we'll listen to this when it goes (laughs) out and we'll go okay that was the second wave so how is yeah. how is it um in england because things are starting to happen i know a couple of i know you're back at work now a couple of the instructors the um apgi guys are teaching classes again how's yeah. it been are you are you getting lots and lots of phone calls to say right i want to show my dog again or yeah i'm i'm from
1: from uh, this week in particular i'm i'm glancing over at the phone by the way it's on silent but it's pinging all over the place but um The last two, three weeks, certainly. Um, The phone's been going um, fairly regularly. Mm -hmm. And don't forget when we're talking, I I say I work full time, but I work my full time. So, you know, I only do two appointments a day. I should do more, but I don't. Um, because I get sick of the sound of my own bloody voice. I don't know about you. So, uh, I've got to. I've got to pull back. So the the lifestyle choice is 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 what it is for me. Yes. Um, uh, and that's why I, that's why I'm grinning like a Cheshire cat. Probably I should be working more, but I don't. Um. Currently, what's hap- it seems to be a bit more. We're getting sort of back to normal, with question mark. Um, when you walk it, or when you're driving past people, it's it there's there's no deserted streets anymore. Really it's busy. Um, when I go to a client's house, it's either garden or house, take your pick, and they make that dynamic risk assessment as well as me. Um, I've been lucky enough to not any old age pensioners or vulnerable people. Um, I, we just don't. We just don't meet. No. Um, I've got the sprays, the masks, etc., etc., all that. So the PPE is there for me because I don't use it that much. But um, the, the indoor classes are complete no-no at the moment. So I, 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 and I don't know. I think there's, there's currently we're, we're starting to move on that. But the kennel club classes that we were talking about before are on pause. Um, and have been since, since lockdown started. Mm-hmm. And, and there's no sign of moving on them yet. Mm-hmm. That will probably alter in the next two, three weeks. Um, but I only do it on a small scale, so I can probably manage that. Because mm-hmm. um, the space in the hall is big enough, probably, to house them. Um, the outdoor classes only started last week and We tend to. Well, I'm lucky enough to train where I train, um, and we tend to keep a fairly decent distance anyway. Um, but it was emphasised because I'd, I'd, I'd marked the area um, with with small pegs um, and said so just just man, keep your dogs in the car for now. Let's have a chat or stand by your cars. So there was a fairly um, decent distance to so funnel them through a specific area. And then we were able to. I'd already marked out the area just to stand, and it it, it went really, really well um, because people were quite obviously, um, you know, man it just means I had to shout a bit more, which is no big deal. Um, I've got a big mouth anyway, so <laughs> and and they seemed to enjoy it. Apart from the thunderstorms, rain, hot weather, blah blah blah, <laughs> it was getting. Um, and and it was just enough again just enough clients not to make it too overbearing for them Yeah, I did say if anyone felt comfortable and I have had a couple of clients that said do you mind if we don't come until we feel more comfortable yeah brilliant if you're feeling uncomfortable don't turn up mm-hmm. um, because at the end of the day it's only within the grand scheme of things it's only dog training yeah um, And we've got to put that into perspective, haven't we? So Definitely. um, So there's a couple of clients that have said, can we join later on? Yeah, when you feel comfortable,
0: join in. And I'm I'm quite happy with that, really. So what mask are you wearing, Gary? Are you wearing like the face mask or are you wearing the visor? No, the face mask,
1: um, if I'm wearing one, outside I don't. I don't need to um, because of the distance I'm I'm at. We don't get close enough. No. um, uh, the, the, in England, it's only—it's just changed this week, by the way. But so um, in in um, vehicles or in buses, public transport, etc., etc., they advise you to wear them. Um, but outside, uh, there's no need um, because the distance
0: is that great anyway. So yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, we would naturally keep a distance in classes anyway because we don't want the dogs overlapping or. You know, we like to keep that distance so that we're not imposing energy on dogs, which is really important. So yeah,
1: we, we I mean, the way we train is 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 like that anyway. We yeah. perhaps could have got that uh, a bit earlier, but it it is what it it was what it was. And I think a lot of people, will because for 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 me. Um, and I often said, people, I got um, a lot of phone calls saying we're panicking about dog socialisation, which drives me absolutely nuts. We were in the perfect opportunity to cement that bond and get that dog focused on you, and then slowly introduce the noise, the sound, the movement, the and and people automatically say socialization, let's get them out and let's get them and each other dogs. And, and that's not what socialization breathing. is. Absolutely drives me nuts. i, I, I pinched a, a, a photograph, I don't know whether you've seen it on my Facebook, i pinched a photograph with a, two circles, what people think yes, socialization is, and what that's been going around for a while I think, and I just put it on thinking that will answer the people that have called me over the last month or so. Um, well, when we got back to training um, that last weekend, I did say to people, it's basics. Stop panicking, because <laughs> I had a lot of phone calls. Can we do a one-to-one? I'm really, uh, I don't want to be left behind, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So just stop panicking. And it's all we did was lead weight games and bonding. And <laughs> it was just, let's get us used to this this scenario first, and let's see what happens, and let's... Go from there. So it's about just, just, just baking. You know, getting back to normality. Anyway, um, I, I, I know it's Gundog classes, but it, I, I split the Gundog classes into uh, right. Let's if we if we've got this behaviour happening, let's deal with that first, uh, and then let's go. So I think they get great value for the lessons, by the way. So
0: <laughs> it's not just Gundog classes. It's, so if you're thinking you're doing so if you want to join any pet gun dog training, really good value for money, go and see Gary Mulvaney Dog training. Quick advertisement there. Quick advertisement there. But that's what it's about, you know, we are training pet gun dogs. Yeah, they might go yeah. shooting. And if they do go shooting, if they're lucky, they'll be going out 20 days over the season. If they're really yeah. lucky, that's a, a heavy season, 20 days. And the rest of the time we've got to deal with getting them to go on the bed, not counter surfing, yeah. not barking, not jumping off, um, not running away, not rolling in poo, not... And that's, that's a big part of doing pet gun dog training. It's making sure that you've got a dog that you can live with and that you can take to the pub and still go off beating up picking up with. Yeah, I, could, I, 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 I use that analogy all the time. let.
1: Uh, well, I'm probably your archetypical pet gun dog owner. I am. Mine don't go shooting, not because I've got any moral objection or, or, or anything. I don't have time. Mine will probably run through birds these days to pick up dummies. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, because I won't get into that scenario, not because I don't want to, just because I, I don't do it on my day-to-day thing. So, I'm probably your archetypical pet gun dog owner, yeah. which is what I'm dealing with yeah. here. Yeah. I think uh, I must have six classes running at the moment. And I think maybe one of them definitely does go shooting. He goes rough shooting with his Labrador. Um, one, and maybe two have mentioned maybe wanting to go shooting. The rest just want that. Will we walk nicely on the lead? Yes. Will we stop at a distance, turn around, sit down and look at you when you use a whistle? Yes. And will we come back when called, irrespective of what's happening? Mm-hmm. Once we've got them three things, and will we go under a table while you're having a pint or a to eat when we're allowed? Yes. Um, and, and that's what they want, really. Yeah. The rest yeah. is just a bonus, isn't it? It is. It,
0: just... it, it, it is. And... One of you, you know that we've just accredited more instructors uh, this week, which is fantastic. <laughs> Yay
1: <laughs> You'll get to meet them next week,
0: we've got the call together. Um, but one of them, you know, she's a really experienced dog trainer, and she's been tra- I'm not going to say who it is or what club it is. No i'm not I'm not going to do it about that. that would be mean. but she she's been helping a club a, a, a dog training club for about five years. She's got she gun dogs. And will she go shooting? Yes, yeah, she will, because she's going to go picking up this year, um, this season. She's going to go beating this season as well. Um, but she's a classic gun dog, pet gun dog owner, you know. She, she's, uh, she's got a couple of kids. She, um, she really enjoys training her dog. She enjoys doing things for the dog. She gets out, she throws dummies for it and so on, you know. And, and she wants to have a really well-mannered dog that she can have fun with. That that's respectful towards our children, and that you can take anyway. And the woman who runs the training club got very bitchy with that and said, "Well, you can't be a gun dog trainer because you don't go shooting." How narrow-minded is that? You know, the the gun dog is the most popular breed in Britain. It has been for years. Labrador constantly at the top. I think it's. I think last year it was a uh, Labrador French Bulldog, cocker. And then I think the Goldie was fifth. So, you know, we've got like gundog, gundog, gundog all the way through. Yeah. And because we're bringing continental dogs in now, you know, the visual is very, very um, popular, unfortunately. Not, of the, not because it's not a nice dog, but I always panic when dogs become really trendy and popular because it absolutely wrecks the breeding of them. Um, so we've got all of these gundogs out there that need their energy channeled. And if you can, if you've got a pet gun dog, and whether you're going to work them or not, um, but if they're primarily pets, then you need to go to somebody who understands pet mentality, who understands what it's like to train a dog in the house, rather than a dog that's in kennels or that is only a working beast. You know, we need we need to understand the fact that. You're up against the children, you're up against the telly, you're up against the smells of cooking, you're up against leaving stuff on the stairs, you're up against dogs stealing remotes off the, off, off the chair, you know, and um, that's under your feet when you're cooking. We, you, you need to go to somebody who understands the whole philosophy and psychology of a pet and who knows how to train them from an instinctive perspective to be able to satisfy their needs for hunting, satisfy their needs for retrieving and that way you end up with a lovely rounded dog but also it means you go on your trainer who you can say you know what the dog humped the Vicar the other day when he came for tea and they can help you with it. Yeah. And then they can teach you how to get a lovely delivery to the hand as well. And so when I found this out I was really cross I had to I had to bite my tongue and keep my fingers off the keyboard because I wanted to say something to this lady. Um, she'll she'll eat our words because this this instructor's a good instructor and she'll train some fantastic people to have some amazing dogs. So I, I do get a bit but you're you're dead right, you know, you, you go to you for a class and as well as doing the gun dog stuff, you help them with all of the pet stuff that they've got going on as well. Well i sorry, I'll get off my high horse now.
1: I'm from being great value for money <laughs> it's interesting isn't it it's interesting and the problem i have more often than not is trying to shut up when i'm when, when, when we're getting in, in in into that moment well as you can see i'm, I'm, I'm quite I'm, i mean i love what i do so there's there's nothing what do you do oh i'm a dog trainer i can't believe people are paying me for it don't tell <laughs> anyone but well it's, it's what i do um, and it's it, it's something I appear to be good at. So therefore, um, wh- whoever's interacting is getting good value. I'm, I'm not saying that just to be funny. Now I'm saying because there's yeah. an interest there because I've owned difficult dogs and I've owned dogs that that have been a problem. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is what it is. I make mistakes, same as anyone else, but um, it, it the, the training is what it is. It's 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 life skills, basically, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> most, mo- most of the people that come and are are you you archetypical pet gundog owners, and they just want a bit of peace in between running around like headless chickens on the field, um, and that's. For me, that that works wonders. Once we've got a dog that's settled and quiet indoors, mm-hmm. then you can get your odd cuddle and, and, and odd relax, and then it's not a problem when you go out, then you can control. Don't forget, I, I, I've trained, because one's ten and one's five, so I've trained one the wrong way, and I've trained one the right way, and actual fact, I use Maureen as a demo of how not to train, and Joan as the demo, how to train. Uh, and and that's how... Uh, 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 some Because some, uh, there's some specific things that Maureen will still do, and some specific things which Maureen, uh, Joan will do now, mm-hmm. I often show, also show them with both, a demonstration of play, 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 stop, formal retrieve, mm-hmm. as quick as that. And um, once people see that, they They understand the mentality fairly rapidly mm-hmm. um, because you because you can play and not be a problem mm-hmm. and then switch it on if you need it, which brings into the uh, the effect the immediate recall, the immediate stop or the emergency stop, call it whatever you want, they're down, um they'll come to you, sit, day. And the heel work, so it, it all has a knock-on effect on our domestic, what we do domestically, doesn't it? So.
0: Definitely, and um, and the thing is, when when you're training gun dog like that, and the, the way that we train, you know, the way that we train is, we do a lot of it through play, and we we get that, um, the motivation, and we switch on almost switch on the predatory aggression, and then switch it off like that, and so to be able to get a dog's adrenaline pumping that high and then we go, okay, stop, I want you to do this now. That is a great bit of training, and it's a great bit of training for anybody, regardless of what you do. But more so for you, you know, dogs that you're out walking, you want to be able to stop them immediately on a rabbit, you want to be able to stop them on a deer, on a yeah. pheasant if you're going to go shooting with them. And um, it's, it's invaluable. You, you know, it's not, it's not all about the shooting field. It's about being able to stop your dog you know, running running across the road after a cat. You know, it's all of those things as well. Yeah. And for the humans, it gives them an hour or an hour and a half, or two and a half hours as I used to. How long are your lessons, Gary?
1: Well, mine's two. What, what I used to do is do 45 minutes or, or or 50 minutes
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then put the dogs away All gather around and have a, a mix take or a cup of tea and a biscuit or a cake and then... Get the dogs out and immediately go out and finish the session off. But now it's it, 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 we just go straight through now, which which people seem to be a bit miffed at, by the way, but um, because they don't get a good gas halfway through. But, uh, I find that break is 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 um, is quite it, it's needed really. So a, we give the dogs a break, and B, people will ask them questions or or just chat bubbles for ten minutes and then switch is them enough back enough on again.
0: Sorry, I thought you finished.
1: Could they not bring their own flasks? Uh, they do. They they did this time. I think we we got carried away for the first two or three, and we just went straight through. I did ask them if they wanted a break, but the second lot said no. Well, we will have a break because we've all brought our little drinks. Because I did say bring your drinks, um, um, and uh, and we we were able to have a chat. But the, the the day after, I think we did similar. Two of the classes just went that per normal, and then one of them said, "No, we'll have a we'll have a break as well because they yeah. wanted to ask a, a fair few questions." And um, the the last class I did on Sunday, maybe in Saturday afternoon, was a brand new class. That should have started on the first um, of April, really. Um, and I do a WhatsApp group for each each group as well. Um, so they they have a they have a. They go. They go onto my Facebook page, and if they if they're doing training with me, they go onto my Facebook group. Yeah. And that's only been instigated really because of the um, COVID nineteen situation. Um, if they're not doing training, they may apply, but they won't get on yeah. because yeah. they're not training with me. So, um, and then each group has a WhatsApp group because it's easier to say right we're moving the venue here or we're not going we're not doing the venue over the whatsapp than there is any other medium really it's just a uh, and then what we can do is we can do a bit of homework in either any of them groups individually as well so um why like i need a video of play or i need a video of a recall. so um and then it's 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 individualized it it seems to me i don't know why i did it but it seems to make it a bit more yeah this is our group
0: um, it, it's real bonding isn't it it's, it's yeah, a real it's, it's a real yeah, it's tribe good. effect i mean i'm I, I mean i've i've my the APGI has changed a lot since you did it because since you did it i've become a firewalk instructor and an empowerment coach and we do things like breaking arrows and boards and walking and all of those really exciting things which you can do when we do the cpd if you like um but it's a real tribe isn't it you 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 bond as a tribe, and it's like I'm Gary's—I don't know—Wednesday ten o'clock tribe, and I'm Gary's Friday afternoon tribe. And then if you, if you do get them together as a scurry, which is what I used to do with my tribes, they would all come together for the scurry. And initially, they would all be in their little groups, and then they would kind of yeah. say hello, but then they would come back to their own groups again. And yeah. it's lovely. And Last summer, we, we we did that with a, a few walks. Now, the walks
1: are, are primary just to get everyone together and just go for a walk. Uh-huh. Um, the only training we did initially was getting everyone in a circle and getting the dogs to weave in and out so as to get sight, sound, smell of each each other's dog. And then we just go for a walk, have a chat, bounce off That's different great. people. And very quickly, the the group's exactly the same the group stayed in the little groups and then all of a sudden they started mingling and swapping and it was quite nice I missed that this year really because we were going to do that again it's only locally um, I think a couple of times we had 12 to 15 dogs wow. just um, walking in a group and it was only a very short walk but it was it seemed to do the trick mm-hmm. we also try and get together at least once a year to have a few drinks and then a bit of a chance, so Brilliant. but
0: again we've we've missed out this
1: year we're gonna to have to leave it till um next year probably
0: well hopefully so. by christmas we'll be able to get because i mean we still need to get together as a group and my instructors i had to put off they were due up in may and they still haven't had their first workshop yet
1: oh right oh god
0: I know that, that yeah. big bonding, that first big bonding, everybody getting drunk workshop, it hasn't happened yet. Is this a new, the new set? Guys, I started oh, doing... Right. That. Oh, right. Oh, wow. I know. So they haven't done one yet? Nope. So oh. we, I, did, I did two days over Zoom with them and did like the I anatomy mean, physiology, you know, you know, a lot of the classroom stuff I did. And yeah. then the plan is to come up at the end of August. So they haven't had that... Sitting in the bar late at night, bonding. Yet,
1: no idea what you're talking about there.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, every day, everyone got a little bit blacker into the eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> little bit, little bit more coffee being
1: consumed in the morning. <laughs> well, that, that, for me, that personal touch. It, it is second to none. I, I'm, I'm not a fan. I've got to say, I'm not a fan of all this zoom malarkey or this this uh, um over the net because you don't you you don't get the same feeling i I get it i understand why we're doing it but um it's it's not the same as that interaction because the 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 pauses are sometimes sometimes um masked by what physically you're doing and 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 stuff like that so it's it's very um i prefer the the, the personal touch. I did a few. I only did um, three or four, I think, um, Zoom consultations when we were in the lockdown, and I just, I didn't like them at all. I just had to say, "Yeah, wait, just, just wait, put the pause button on." Um, although I, I did them and they appeared to be okay, I didn't get that feeling uh, that I should do. And for me, it's all about good feeling, anyway.
0: But it's, it's, again, it comes back down to the report, doesn't it? I mean, you can't see. I'm talking to you and my hands are moving around and you can't see them. <laughs> well, I keep trying to put mine up here. So I know. So I mean, so you, can say you can see I'm moving because my ears are doing this, you know. Yeah. You can't actually say I'm, I'm, you know, we express so much of our expressions with our hands and yeah. you can't see them and, you know, body language and body position. You know, is, is she turned away from me? Are our legs crossed at the angle? Is she relaxed? Is she tense? You miss all of that on Zoom, you know, unless I sat right at the other end of the office. Watching the whole body. (laughs) When I did it on Zoom, I actually had three angles. I had on my big camera, and then I had my couch up with my big dog skeleton and everything on, and then I had um, my laptop at the end of that, and I had my phone. So you could actually see three different angles when I was teaching, but it, it it wasn't the same. You know, I couldn't do my silly walks and stuff like that. You know, and you can't say yeah. to somebody here. Have a feel of that piece of equipment. You know, see what that feels like. Yeah, it's not the same. So, I'm fingers crossed. You know, that we we get everybody together in August. Do you think that's going to happen? I hope so. I hope. I mean, I hope so. Um, the Cruthers will be there. So, I you know, I'm hoping. The, the way things are at the minute, you know, Scotland's doing really well over COVID and England, the border, the the Cumbria border, it's it's broken out there. Um, All right, has okay. it? Yeah, I mean, Scotland's had no deaths for a few days and we, th- I put a map up and we like pale yellow, which means it's like 0 to 5 in every 100, or is it every 1,000? I can't remember. Um, whereas Cumbria's amber, then there's parts of... The UK, this part of England that's red, Scotland's pretty much, we're pretty on the ball and so it depends on what happens if there's a big breakout in England and Scotland's clear then you, you know you might not be able to travel to Scotland. I, I don't, I'm, I, everything's up in the air, we just have to do the best we can do don't we? And adapt, my favourite word as an instructor, we just have to adapt.
1: Yeah yeah definitely.
0: Gary, I can't believe I've just caught a glimpse of the clock. We've been talking for ages. It's been so good talking to you. I it. see. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just gone. It's, it's, zoomed. <laughs> oh, it's just zoomed by. <laughs> zoomed yes. by on Zoom. It's been such a pleasure. I'm going to say to you prop- goodbye to you properly in a second. I'm going to end the podcast and stop the recording. But it's, I'm so glad you came on. It's been such a pleasure. I've been trying to get you on for ages.
1: Yeah, no, I've enjoyed that. It's been really nice. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're thinking of stopping, by the way, because I think my dogs are crossing, crossing I, the legs now. I can see, I can see
0: your little nose going forward. <laughs> She's popping toe. up going, please let me, let me go. Can that Geordie <laughs> woman not shut up? Gary, <laughs> 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 it's been an absolute pleasure. Well, great to talk to you and um, I hope you can use some material basically oh definitely it's just going to go out as days. So i just say hello at the beginning and then that's it done but it's been a joy thank you so much for coming on yeah and enjoy will you come back when it's all the other end of covid and have a chat and see what's happening
1: yeah when everything's sensible yes whenever.
0: bye